Welcome back. Welcome back. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. A little, uh, little fucking busy Friday, that's for fucking sure. Well, yeah, uh... Fridays are supposed to be like a gimme day in beer sales. Shouldn't have to do shit. I mean, is that the lie we're all telling ourselves? I mean, I'll, I'll lie to myself <laughs> as, <fucking laughs> as often as I can. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, today I was like, You oh. is good, you is beautiful, you <laughs> is smart... I can relax today, I, uh, I don't have anything to do, and oh, I'm busy until 7. Uh, look at yeah. that, <laughs> and it's not even 9 a.m. <laughs> but uh, but hey, um, we have a, a very special guest today. One of my favorite things is uh, when we just open up a podcast and we chat, and yeah. the guest is always something like, I just don't, do I, do I jump in, am I a bulldog, or do I sit quietly until I'm introduced? It's always interesting to see because uh, we've had someone that's just like bulldogs and was like, hey, what's going on? They're like, also, hello for me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, is fantastic. So I got to uh, to bring in a guest of my own, my very own friend. Uh, two podcasts ago, Matt Lynch, and then uh, you brought in uh, Miguel Mora. And then go ahead and introduce our, our guest today. Uh, well, today uh, we have our, uh, I'm trying to bring back the Iguana Squad. Uh, in fact, I'm starting to think that's probably our secret word. That's Iguana also Max. a cool name. Iguana um, Squad. But uh, Mr. Casey Starr uh, used to work with me at Iguana Max. A uh, former porn star. <laughs> I, get, I get that a lot. When he texted me uh, that you were coming today, I was like, is that a porn star name? What's but it's also like... How two, huge is this penis? It, it, it's two R's, so it's for sure like uh, a little bit like... Is it a porn star? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it like almost validates it a little bit. I thought you were just bringing your most hung friend. Well, I mean... I did, but <laughs> <laughs> this guy humbly sits silent. <laughs> well, my first name is Casey, so that doesn't really go well. So, like, hey, you bring a chick in here? What's yeah. going on? It's <laughs> like, a chick name. Like, well, I've got a bigger dick than you, so you fuck off. Uh, Casey, in addition to being a uh, uh, an Max, uh, and uh, I'll kind of let him get a little into his own uh, background here in a second. But uh, you know, Casey's a uh, I don't know. I guess we'll call him a Marine. Uh, if that's, uh, he, uh, so he's, uh, he's, he's surly, uh, you know, sort of like a sailor. And then he's also between Iguanamax and, uh, Mikhaios. Mikhaios, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Iguanamax and Mikhaios, yeah. Um, Casey's, Casey's, uh, Casey's been in the, in the cut a long time, uh, and, uh, knows his way around a bar. So, uh, I think, um, springing all this on him was, uh, was very fun just then, like you said. Uh, oh, Kelly. He just sat there for a second, right? <laughs> uh, Casey's quite a bit of fun. So, um, Casey, um, we just kind of jump into it here, and um, also this is not a, this first question is not a great representation of what the rest of the podcast will be, but we just kind of get into it. So. <laughs> well, it's pretty free form, so maybe we talk way more about what this first subject is. We'll find out. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, but we. I don't even have pod notes, but go ahead. That's all right. Um, we jump right into it, and then we just kind of fill with questions. So let's uh, let's get right into it. Casey is an adult man. Have you ever shit your pants? Yes. Mostly, though, it's been just like a shart, though. Yeah, not, yeah. not like a full-on, like, load. <laughs> not a log. Yeah. Uh, I can't really say that I was sick, either. You know, it just, yeah. it was, it just happened. <laughs> uh, I found that uh, by just doing this podcast about 20 times now, that it tends to just happen. Yeah. You know, there's people like, well, it's a hangover story in Vegas, whether it's <laughs> sick, whether they just held it, they thought they could make it. No, mine's, all, mine's always been I'm a very gaseous man, so okay. I, you just... Let one rip, and then you're like, that probably shouldn't have happened there. <laughs> I guess I'm going to go into the bathroom and change real quick. Yeah. So is that like uh, just being a little too trusting, or is that um, um, uh, 
you know, a night after heavy drinking, uh, questionable food choice, a little combination. It's of... usually a night after a heavy butter night of like going out and eating at a good place. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. You lactose intolerant? No. Oh, so it's just the butter. Yeah. The the food's lube. Because I usually eat a lot of crappy food, and then mm. my wife likes really good food, so we go out for really good food, and then nice. Poop She's and pants a fancy girl. Yeah. Her her name is actually a more of a porn star name than mine. So, <laughs> well, hello, Miss Cinnamon. Yeah. It's What's a, your name? Nadia. She, and you know what? She introduced her. So I mean, yeah. I it, fucking it, forgot it, already. It, it doesn't help her middle name is Dream, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> things timing out on me sorry um go, so um uh, we gotta you know get into that kind of open you up and uh but i i you know like i said when we first met i don't really know anything about you so let's, yeah. let's hear a little bit about you uh let's say start off from the beginning uh joined the marines right out of high school cool that's where get the marine thing uh my best friend from the marine corps met day one stationed everywhere together was from arizona okay and he's like hey you want to come home for the weekend my friends are throwing a party by su i'm like yeah sure so we do a four-hour drive, get here. It's, uh, first night here was 123 degrees. It was in July. Oh, yeah. Are you from here? No. I'm from uh, the northwest, Alaska, Washington State. So, oh, so very similar climate. Yeah, some very similar climate. <laughs> uh, so we show up. It's 123. We go to the gas station. I'm like, fuck, I'm buying an ice cream cone. Yeah. And he's like, you probably shouldn't grab that. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm going to be fine. Yeah. Get the car. It melts all over my hand. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, when we, we turn this car on, yeah. you're getting 100-degree air yeah. blown at you. But it's so, conditioned air, so we're good. Honestly, just as long as it's moving, I'm fine. <laughs> so I go to a party, walk into an ASU house party. Uh, first four people that I meet in that house party are actually still my best friends to this day. Oh, that's awesome. Which was really cool. Uh, but got out of the Marine Corps, moved here. The cheap, at the time, it was the cheapest place to live, one of them. Oh, for sure. And you can wear shorts year-round and yeah. play golf. Yep. Which I suck at okay. golf, but I love playing golf. I'm, I'm not yeah. far away from you, man. I uh, I also suck at golf and I love playing it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So moved here. Uh, friend, all my friends that were here were actually in the industry. They either served, uh, ran restaurants, or in that, that detail. So I decided to get a job. So did you have any work experience before going to the, into the Marines? Uh, no, I went right. I actually high school enlisted Marines. when I was seventeen. I was a mm-hmm. junior. Okay. This is actually another funny. I walked into the wrong office. <laughs> I had made an appointment to go to the, join the Coast Guard. Okay. <laughs> Because my grandfather was in the Coast Guard uh, in Alaska, we see that's all we dealt with was really the Coast Guard, and I enjoy the the water. So I go up there, I walk into the wrong office. This staff sergeant talks to me. He's like, uh, "Hey, where are you going?" He's like, "I was going to see the Coast Guard." He's like, "Well, sit down, and talk to me." <laughs> he's like, "Listen, let, yeah. let me tell you about the Coast Guard. They're kind of pussies." Yeah. yeah. So he's like, "He's like, sit, just sit down, talk to me for a little bit." So I talked to him. He's like, like, "Let me watch, let me show you a video." I was like, "Sweet." Yeah. Uh, it shows me a VHS. That's a thing you put in a thing, and it shows you stuff on TV for anybody that doesn't know that. It's uh, a great me, representation yeah. of what a VCR is. <laughs> shows me a video of these guys busting in a building, shooting all sorts of weapons, riding on boats, Zodiacs, <laughs> all this cool shit that I did not do for like the first year and a half I was in. <laughs> yeah. uh, so at the, by, at the end of the interview, where he's talking to me, I'm standing up on top of the desk. He's like, grab your nuts. I'm like, grab my nuts. I'm like, he's like, I want me in the Marine Corps. I was like, I'm just screaming. I want to be in the Marine Corps. And then I was, like, then I was like, by the way, I'm 17, so we gotta go talk to my mom. <laughs> so <laughs> you, walk, you walk into the wrong place, the wrong building, and, and then eventually you're standing on his desk, standing on my desk, grabbing my balls, it. yelling, "I want to be a Marine!" Loud as I can. This guy's good at what he does. Yeah, he was very good. Yeah, yeah. very good. 
So I joined the Marines, whatever. I get out, I come here. So then I joined, start, uh, I went to bartending school. For any of you guys don't know, that's a great, great career choice right there. <laughs> it's the school you don't need to go to to still get the job. Oh, man. I once spent some time teaching in a, in a bartending school, which tells you everything you need to know about a bartending yeah. school. Yeah, the dumbest thing I am a hack and a fraud, and they're yeah. like, you're teaching people. And I was like, uh-huh, for money, yeah. Yeah, yeah I well, mean, for, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll happily teach how to bartend. Um, yeah, dumb, dumbest, need, dumbest school I went to ever. Don't, don't, don't lead with that in an interview. <laughs> Everybody does. Oh, I, uh, By the way, I've been to bartending school. Like cool. <laughs> okay, thanks. Yeah, uh, right, awesome. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> so I know how to use a jigger. Yeah. Oh, it's horrible. Perfect. So I, I could teach you that in ten seconds. Yeah, I ended up uh, getting a job at Red Lobster, right. which was actually my first ser- my first serving job ever. Uh, I'm very good with talking. Darden, right? Yeah, Darden. Yeah. yeah, very good talking to people. So I worked my way up to bartending there. Had some friends, and then they were opening up another bar, a real bar. And they're like, hey, do you want to come work for us there? So I was like, yeah. So I bartended at this place called uh, Krabby Don's. <gasps> that was my that is my favorite yeah. dive bar. I wish they still existed. Yeah, so I opened I that. Love. I opened that place. I was their daytime bartender. Oh my god! Uh, after about a working there a year, I had become friends with people at Guanamax. They had, they had already been open, and my best friend ran it. Uh, so the guy at Krabby Don's, all the regulars said, hey, you would do better if you had a female bartender in here. I don't think that actually fixes anything from Krabby Dogs. Well, like, they didn't have a server either, so yeah. I did that and the bartending. That's so, You seem like yeah. a 200% bartender at uh, Krabby Dogs. Oh, for sure. I went there for a long time. You sit at a table, you get nothing. Yeah. Uh, you get the fuck up and go walk over to the bar and order some shit. And then when the bartender comes, he's going to put food on the bar. And then you just got to remember what you ordered. And when you see it, you're like, oh, I got to go get up and walk from the bar and yeah. get it. It was opened by a landscaper and a guy that frames houses. So that tells you uh, they, they probably I, shouldn't open the bar. I love yeah. that, I, I love that approach, and, I, and, I've, and I've been on the receiving end of it. But it's just like, just where the, you're just like. So we're looking at the numbers, and it looks like if we just have someone with a pair of tits behind the bar, everything will get fixed. Yeah. What? And these were guys. These were guys. <laughs> like, who, what the fuck? These were guys what that were complaining about draft Michelob that? Ultra being two dollars or something like yeah, that. It, it's the. It was the best. Dive bar I've ever been to. I loved it. I would go there. Their food two, was three times their wings were great too, and it was the yeah. food was pretty good. Um, anytime there was karaoke, which was like Wednesdays and Sundays, uh, or Wednesdays and Saturdays, something like that. It was uh, yeah, they're foamy. Here you go. <laughs> um, I uh, they do two dollar wells, three dollar you call yeah. or one two dollar wells, three dollar you call it's four dollar premiums. And guess what? I ain't no bougie bitch, so yeah. I drank two dollar wells. First time I went in there, uh, Sean was the bartender. I don't know if you ever met Sean. Yeah. Uh, but I'd go in there and get um, five five drinks and tip 10 bucks. So a $20 bill, dead even, got me five drinks, uh, and left the bartender a great tip. First time I did that, I left reasonably drunk. Uh, <laughs> like 10 times after doing that, those same five drinks, beyond hammered. Because yeah. uh, oh, yeah. they're 90% alcohol. Because that dude knew, no matter how much or little alcohol is in this, uh, he's getting a 100% tip every single time. Yeah. And we'd bring about eight uh. people in. That, that reminds me of you calling to the Stray Cat Lounge uh, with B. Richie back in the day. Just walking there with like 20 bucks in your pocket, and he's like trying to get as much of that and his as he can. So if he gets you the lid on the first two drinks, he's good to go for the night. Well, so um, a lot of the bartenders are really good because we lived right there. It was the first house any of my buddies ever lived in. So there's five of us, so me, Brooke, and three buddies. And we had a nice big house right down the street from there. And, uh, uh, you know, we're, we're fresh out of high school. Like, we're literally... I turned 21 in that house kind of thing. And then that's the first, yeah. one of the first bars I ever went to. 
and uh, a couple of my buddies were pretty broke. I worked at the restaurant industry, so I made tips every night, did quite well, and uh, I had a buddy who'd come with me all the time, and he'd be like, Sean, let me know when my tab's at 20 bucks, and you got to stop me from there so you can still get your tip. And uh, I knew the price of the beers, and it was like a pint. He would always drink the craft beer, and I'd drink whatever, and uh, it was like six bucks a beer, and he'd drink three of them. And he's like, uh, Sean, I, I want to order one more. What's my tab? I'm like, three times six, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> it's $18. Uh, and Sean would be like, uh, I, yeah, no, yeah, you're good. You can have one more. And every single time, the tab would come out to $20. Because he knew he'd get a $10 tip on him. No matter what. So he's like, I'm bringing $30 to drink with. Could drink three beers. But Sean would always give him that fourth one because he knew he was making 10 yeah. bucks. And you're, and you're drinking well, too. So, I mean, the pers- it's only costing the house four dollars yeah. yeah i mean that was the entire automatic strategy <laughs> oh yeah. also without, i don't want to give away secrets you know because they're not open anymore but uh, two dollar you call it means one to food and one to liquor since we did <laughs> oh yeah yeah that was uh they i mean they did a great job um i would love to open something up that mimics that because like it wasn't a very dirty bar for being a dive bar that oh, no. felt grungy, like low lights. Their pool table was immaculate, that Jägermeister pool table. Like the felt was. Did they still have clean. the uh, shuffleboard table in there too? Because that's that that's what I brought in. That shuffleboard table was awesome. I, I, uh, I what side it. was it on? The left side with the stage. Uh, no, so they didn't have a stage when I left there. But that side. Yeah, the it was that was the smoking side when I opened because. Wait, so the the big side was the side with the stage and the small like thin. The side. small thin side. Yeah, because when they first opened, so uh, you could have a smoking in one third of your thing. That's why okay. it's, that's why that side was small. Okay, because they allowed smoking on that side. So they, I don't think they had the shuffleboard table then, but yeah. they had that that Jägermeister pool table. Um, and uh, I, I don't think we ever, unless there's karaoke, we never went over to the large side, like the right hand side. Oh, yeah. um, and if we were over there. That meant we were beyond shit face drunk, and one of us convinced the other one of us to go sing, and then all of a sudden the six or seven of us would group sing, and it, I wish I had a cam like a video camera just record that because it would be the most embarrassing time. Oh. Like, whenever I'm like, "All right, Bobby, I suck, and I need to get my life together," and they just play that video, I'm like, "I'm actually doing pretty good." Yeah. Uh, I'm tone deaf and can't carry a tune a beat. <laughs> yeah. And my go-to songs are Neon Signs by uh, Alan Jackson and then the Rainbow uh, song by Kermit the Frog. Oh. So you know how horrible <laughs> that's going to sound. You, uh, you definitely need to come on a uh, Route 66 bar crawl. With yeah. me. It always ends at Canyon Club Karaoke, and holy shit, so th- that is the most magical time. Uh, I don't do karaoke but uh, for the same reasons, but uh, that is a magical place. We'll have to take you out one time to the Route 66 bar crawl. It starts off uh, like this antenna, almost like your license in Arizona. You'd fit right in, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I'm, hor- I'm horrible. All my friends are really good at karaoke, and I am not. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, that is a last stop where it is just, there's a giant shuffleboard right in the middle of the bar. Oh, it's yeah. like fucking 50 feet long. And uh, and then they just, it's it's just fucking divey shit. It's awesome as fuck. And then everyone in the world just starts doing karaoke. And like, just the randomest people just, it's, I don't know, there's something magical about that place uh, doing the karaoke's. But... So you've been in, in the bar industry. You you were in the bar industry. I don't know. Are you still in the bar industry? Uh, I st- I work one day a week, but I stopped bartending uh, and just I just serve one day a week. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you've had some crazy customer interactions and some kickout stories and 
the wild world of it from just being in it. So uh, since you guys had Phil Duncan on, yeah. uh, I'll tell a Phil Duncan story. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. Memorial Day. That we, me and him bartended on Sunday nights together. Okay. Uh, one of the first three-day weekends that Guana Max had ever seen, like where they were really busy when they started like doing really well, uh, was Memorial Day. So it's uh, me, Phil, our friend Sherry, no bouncer. Uh, Is there no, normally a bouncer? Uh, no. Okay. After this night, there was. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we started off steady. And then people just started getting off work. And then we didn't even think about people having Monday off. Just gets about three deep around the whole bar. And this was not a small bar like the, in Iguanamax. No, no. It was, it was a big bar. Yeah. And you've seen Phil. So Phil, Phil, Phil's not a small person. And Phil's not fast. No. <laughs> Love him to death. But So we're, we're just jam-packed. Three people around the bar. Uh, a fight breaks out on the patio. So we grab the cocktail waitress chair and we're like, Get behind the bar. <laughs> Break that fight up. Yeah, we're, no, we we're like, get behind, get behind the bar. She's like, what do I do? I was like, just make sure nobody steals anything. So we have to go break up this fight. So we break up the fight. We come back. Still packed. We're serving shots and wine glasses. And not like nice wine glasses. Like these are like the octagonal goblets wine glasses that you serve shitty, shitty red wine in. Like kind of thing. They're the ones that uh, Olive Garden passed on. Yeah. Yeah. The ones you got free with your order of a case. Exactly. So we, we're doing all, we're, we've been busy the whole night. And this is like five times busier than any Sunday night we've ever had. Uh, and Phil is just in the middle. He's slammed. We're getting busy. He just stops. Walks to the other bar slowly. Oh, outside the bar, sits down at the chair, takes a cigarette out. This is where you can smoke in bars and just start smoking a cigarette. And people are looking at him. He's like, "You guys can fucking wait." Good for him because he didn't get a break. Like we're, like we're sweating, we're covered in. We made we probably each made like seven oh, seven or eight hundred bucks that night. Oh, I believe like, it. Like jam packed. We paid the dishwasher three hundred dollars to clean the bar because oh, yeah. we did not want to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> and then the next day we come in and we're like, "Hey." Uh, next Memorial Day, you, get, you guys need two more servers on, uh, another bartender, and you need some security. Yep. He, and he looked at the number, he's like, my, this is my friend Mackenzie. He's like, holy shit. I was like, yeah, it was not fun. Yeah. And we've had quite a few bars break it. Fights break out there. Guy shot, guy shot a guy behind him because he dropped a pistol out of his uh, hoodie. Really? Oh. So you go out the outside door, there's three picnic tables. This guy's sitting in the middle picnic table. All of a sudden, I hear a firecracker go off because I'm on Friday nights. I'm always always in the well because I didn't want to deal with customers. Yep, that was always my favorite spot to yeah. be in bartending. Put me in the well. Yeah. In the put, well, you put me in the well, the well. I hear a firecracker go off. Somebody starts screaming, so I go out there. This guy's like, ah, he's like got something in his back. This guy dropped a 380 pistol out of his hoodie. It hit the ground, shot up behind him, <laughs> went through the bench seat, and luckily it hit the bench seat because it stopped like right before this guy's lung. Oh my god! So we call the cops, whatever, all this stuff. But it was just crazy. We're like, oh my. God, like the, how could, we, we've had we've had guy break his arm because we used to have arm wrestling. Did you recognize the guy that got shot? No idea. We didn't. Dude, we, I'd I, never seen any, either of those guys before in my entire life. I hope that was this guy. He's like, yeah, I've never been to go on a max. It's not out. Wife's taking care of the kid. I'll try a new place tonight. Yeah, get shot in the back. <laughs> <laughs> he, he got paid out from insurance. So it was good for him. Like, yeah. He better him. <laughs> but no, we had neither seen. We had not seen either of these guys ever before in this place. Did you ever see that guy come back? No, he never never came back. <laughs> Depends how good that insurance payment payout is. I might have come back. I do love Casey's. Uh, well, we called the cops and go whatever. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean that's what you're supposed to do. He was right. Someone was shot at our bar hole, but, but you know, uh, to to the old iguana credit, like most, like eighty percent of the bar just didn't know, and just people just kept doing their job and pouring drinks, and yeah. 
Keep it moving. <laughs> yeah. When you're three deep behind a bar, even two deep, shit, a full fucking bar is busy. Unless, like, unless more than one of you is shot, next. <laughs> <laughs> what are you having? Like, are, is, is it an okay an accidental discharge? Anyways, what are you having? Yeah. Oh yeah. And also, we use this uh, system called the Sable system. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Uh-uh. <laughs> well, the register is about uh, two oh, feet by three feet. Oh fuck! It's a black and white screen, and everything is push button. Okay. They're they're like thirty arrow buttons on either Their side, side of the screen. They go down, and then they basically correlate. With where the screen will like like a like a like at the gas station. Yeah, it looks it looks exactly like a gas station keypad, where you select yes or you select. But a, it's a foot and a half long. Yeah, it's a foot and a half long. <laughs> so everything is like put, the most absurd thing to work on. It is. So each arrow had a letter by it if you wanted to put the tab name in. So you had to literally do this to put a name in oh, or a tab yeah. number. Special then, instructions were a nightmare. Oh yeah, and then a tab name. So we started handing out cards. So if you started a tab, you got a queen of hearts. Or yeah, 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 exactly. So we, yeah. we did the credit cards. And then we also had a tab 777, you know, which might be illegal in Arizona, but we still did it. <laughs> which would be anywhere from 100 to $300 a night. A spill? No. It, oh, no that was, that there's was, another tab for yeah, spill tab. Spill is 888. Oh. Yeah. Spill, <laughs> spill tab was for the for the bartenders after work and but we closed. also oh. high all the time for reasons. So then what was this? Uh, what was the 777? We were allowed to give away liquor. So that's what we always call the spill, yeah. right? Like, so say if you spilled yeah. something. Also, if you gave a regular. This guy just wanted to know what we were no, giving we, away. We, yeah. we literally tracked a, like a legit spill, which was definitely not legit, uh, yeah. separately from a, a comp. Um, but we were actively encouraged. But like, was what was great is that like with any new toy, kids get out of control. And, like, we would literally have meetings where it's like, "This is your limit of free booze to give away. Knock it off." <laughs> that's like. Who's fucking this up? Yeah, like those gringos have those, those gringos for bartenders. They they'd be like, you have thirty dollars tonight to give away. Mm-hmm. Us, they really didn't tell us anything. They just were just like they just tell ma- you when you gave too much away. Get people coming back. Yeah, but then we'd also get off work. We had a golden tea machine. Yeah. Uh, me and two of the other bartenders and one of the bus boys all lived in the same house. So we get off work. We'd play golden tea till if the yeah if the cleaners showed up in the morning and we were there too late. Yeah. So the cleaners showed up and we had downed a whole bottle of Jaeger, about a twenty-four pack of Coors Light, and we're like, uh, "We got to get out of here. The cleaners are here." <laughs> yeah. And we would go, we would drive to McDonald's because they were open twenty-four hours. This is actually another funny story. We got home on a Saturday morning. Our neighbors are having a garage sale because we roll up at seven in the morning. <laughs> we walk over there, flush I mean, with cash and cash, hammered. cash. I don't smoke weed, so my other friends are stoned out of their mind. I'm just drunk. Yeah. And we probably bought $300 worth of stuff from them. Like, just ridiculous stuff. Like, I bought a rocking chair that was like one of those, uh, I don't even know what they call it. It's not the, It's not an actual rocking chair. It's the Glider. one that's on, like, what? Glider. Glider chair. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I bought one of those. I bought a couple stuffed animals for my dog. We bought some VHH, VHS tapes. Uh, just some crazy stuff. Like, we're like, yeah, whatever. 300 bucks. Yeah, I'm hammering. These are <laughs> amazing so, decisions. It's a good decision. That's, a, that's fantastic. I'm making so many good decisions right now. So did you ever kick anybody out? Oh yeah, I kicked plenty of people out. Yeah, uh, most mo- most of the memorable one, stories. Uh, uh, one, they were having sex at. She was basically the guy had his hand up her. You know, are you talking dope. about St. Patrick's Day? Oh, those are good ones too. Yeah, yeah. Th- that first time we opened it was at six a.m. at St. Patrick's yeah. Day. And that girl was like fucking on the patio. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Good for her. Is that what you're talking about, or are you talking about a different one? That's a different one. Oh, well, you go ahead, then. Yeah, this is a different <laughs> one. I actually had to drive her and the guy home, because they were hammered. <laughs> That's a great bartender. Well, because I knew I knew him, and I, I was like, the, their roommate actually used to work at Iguana Max, so I was like, I'll just drive you guys home. Like, get get out of here, though. We You can't be here. <laughs> uh, but we've kicked people out for being drunk. Uh, sure. And, and a shot we had was called Muddy Water, and I know Alex knows what this is. This is it's, it's, it's a ridiculous yeah. drink that has 50 million ingredients in it, and somebody uh, ordered 10, and as soon as you got done making 10, they'd go, oh, I need one more. Oh, yeah. So I would just take all 10 shots and make another shot. Yeah, yeah. But this old lady did like 10 of them. She walks outside, and we used to not have speed bumps in our parking lot. They had just installed speed bumps. She tripped on them and curbed herself. Oh, no. Our bouncer went out there and picked up all her teeth. Oh, my God. Put them in a little little, little uh, pill bottle, and he would every night come by and just shake them. He kept them? Because <laughs> <laughs> they took off. They never came back. She's an old lady. Got hammered the, drunk. The top halves and the, the top broke halves. Broke her teeth out of yep. her face and then left? Left. Guy picked her up and left. Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> shit. I mean, good for him when picking up on those teeth. I mean, he's, he's just doing, he's just doing uh, uh, parking lot yeah, I never cleaning really, duty. I, I never really Listen, kicked people out. Like, I would just give them the bounce or whatever because people get drunk or whatever. I have had people that we didn't allow in that were kind of funny because stay in the front door, couples walking in. They're walking by Dos Gringos, which is about 50 feet from us, and she is just yelling at him. Like, just screaming at him. He just looks at her. Boom. Hits her right in the face. Knocks her out. Picks her up. A bouncer did this? No. This is her boyfriend. Whoa. Picks her up, puts her over his shoulder, walks back to his car, and drives off. And we're like, anybody get that license plate? They're like, <laughs> now I was kind of shocked that he punched her in the face. I didn't really look at her license plate. And they never came back. Yeah. It's like, you know what shirt she was wearing? Yeah. No. It was just. But I know she got a weak jaw. Yeah. Oh. We we had a couple uh, employees that had weak jaws too. <laughs> well, um, you had employees get knocked out there. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. So there's two. We had a bouncer that was a he was a big dude, and he's just checking IDs, and some guy sucker punched him. Which I, and he didn't get knocked out, but he went down to one knee, and like we just made fun of him. But he 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 literally took it on the chin. But the best one was my friend. Uh, my friend won't name names because I don't want to get in my trouble. But uh, she was taking names for a contest that we were having. And the one girl comes up and goes, I'd like to do this contest. Uh, and this was a contest that involved water and T-shirts. And the employee goes, mm, I don't think you should do this. <laughs> uh, that girl hauled off and slapped the shit out of this employee, like, bad. And then we had it on video. So we had it on video. So we were just on the back, just rewind, just replay, replay, play, replay. rewind, play. <laughs> I mean, so is this, was this a... A big girl? She was girl? she was a bigger girl. Oh, they yeah. should have let her. They should have let her. That's all in fun. Well, I mean... Well, the employee was drunk at the time, too, while she was working, so... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not like... Like, Guadam Max's, like, anniversary was always white trash themed. It's not like... Nothing like a... And, and, and what, what did you always say about that? Um, uh, the great part about Guadam Max's anniversary parties is that the regulars have to dress up. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, 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 the first uh, first anniversary party they did was a white trash one. We had Jello wrestling. This is before I worked there. I can't believe so, I never went to this bar. Yeah, so this is before I worked there. So, I, but all my friends worked there, and they're like, "Hey, we need someone to wrestle one of the employees." She says she wrestled in high school, and I was like, "Whatever, I'm wearing." I'll be that employee. I wasn't. I wasn't working there. Oh, this is. I was just coming there to, to hang out and drink. So I'm wearing overalls because it's white trash. And he goes, "All right, this girl comes out in a singlet with wrestling shoes on." And he, Mackenzie has me get me down and I'm, I'm in the like kneeling runs, position yeah. and she's like on top of me and he goes go and I just 
sit there. And she's jumping around. And, he, and then Mackenzie goes, all right, go ahead. So I just grab her, flip her around, and pin her in the jello. And she's like, all right, we're done. Good thing that high school wrestling oh. really paid off. Well, I probably outweighed her by like 50 pounds, too, so it didn't help. But yeah. she wanted to get out there, so Mackenzie's like, oh, Casey will do it. Don't worry about it. I would have done it. Yeah. Shit. Jelly wrestling, I'm all about it. This is also back when we didn't have many rules. Uh, Fuck it, rules. Well, the iguana racing. There's no PC. PC is what I'm talking about. Because yeah. me and Phil, this is a Halloween party. Uh, I dressed up like, uh, who was I was Dorothy. Phil was You the, were blackface Dorsey? No. Dor- no. Dorothy? No. Regular regular Dorothy. Regular Dorothy. Phil he dressed said up no PCs. So. No, no. Phil, Phil Phil dressed up like the Wicked Witch of the West. And then we rented two midgets. Sorry, little people. To dress up like flying monkeys. They they had a great time. We cuz they we we, comp, we, we paid for their whole bill. You could get for rent at 1-800-MIDGETS. Uh, well, I mean, we had two on standby cuz we rent, we we paid them to come in and do I mean, special if, events. If you're, I mean, if we're going to talk, you I mean there there is a service. Yeah. The, I'm sure there's actually. I'm, I'm certain there's a service. No, this was a, a, this is a service we called. Incredibly you're just uh, like, hey, uh, here's what we want. Who's willing to get paid for it? <laughs> Should look at what like Gilligan's or whatever it is in Scottsdale. They have the midget bar. Oh, um, Gilligan's. I'm pretty sure it's Gilligan's. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, it's one of my two favorite spots in Scottsdale. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I I gotta say I've been there a few times. Never seen a midget. Every time I've been there, I've been disappointed. In Milwaukee, they had a place that they did uh, a midget that wore a taco hat. It was a sombrero that had nachos on top of it. What that person needs to do is take the nachos <laughs> off have that big sombrero so people can throw ones and try to get them oh, to land on there and stay on there i would do that all day i'd come with a hundred ones and just chuck them at them well I that's mean, a, it's a fucking genius idea if only i was a midget and i had a big hat well only yes <laughs> well most of these places now are just afraid of getting sued that's the reason i do it people are soft like our first our first bar olympics was what nine hours Oh, it's funny you bring up Bar yeah. Bar Olympics. God, the first one, yeah, it was like a, a, a nine-hour event, twelve-hour day. Um, Second place, thank you. Uh, uh, he was on. He was yeah, on the yeah, team. We were on the same team. <laughs> Cobra Kai, no mercy. <laughs> I still have that shirt. What's funny is I still have that shirt, and like now it's trendy. And I'm like, well, also it's... talking about shitting pants again. The first place team shit his pants. So. <laughs> is that real? He, they were risky business, so they were in their underwear and white shirts. They didn't have backup. <laughs> he also doesn't own a bar in downtown Chandler either. <laughs> Good friend of ours. Shout out, Smitty. <laughs> what? In any case, um, so you bring up, um, I mean, in... in well, uh, no, 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 no. We do not grace past this. They are in, un- they're in like white tidies. Oh, yeah. So I shit the, the, his the, pants. The, 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 it's well, obviously noticeable. Maybe uh, he, got a, he got there real quick. Maybe, yeah, maybe an aggressive shirt is is a better. If there's a fucking droplet oh, of brown, I'm calling someone out. There's at least a schmear. Uh, <laughs> I, if anybody called me out, I'm like, it's part of the outfit. You think I just did that? I put it on there to make it funny. I can't believe you just now noticed. Uh, Hey, let's get back to the games. And How dare you? I'm leaving. Bail. To yeah. My pants. No, by the way, we only we only got second place though because I cannot chug beer. So, oh. which is totally yeah. fine. Yeah. Plus, Randall, it came it like, came down to a. Uh, they also use beer Randall, fest. which is cheating. These what? Uh, Randall was one of the guys that uh, competed. Ryan can also uh, Ryan can chug yeah. some beer. Uh, yeah, yeah, camp. He's such yeah. a beast. Um, <laughs> but 
in all of the beer Olympics we did until it got handed off over to what the yard does it now. Yeah. Way more responsibly than we ever did. Um, shot wars. Yeah, we we were playing quarters too. So I mean, did, did you? There were real bartend that, or did you? No, I were I I I, I participated in every uh, yeah. Olympics. That was so. Hear this out, buddy. So, I'm, I'm all ears. So, what so was far, it? you've told me about one uh, shot every midgets, uh, people in tighty so shit in the pants. It's, it's, yeah, teams, it's teams of two, and each team member is so it's 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 uh it's very gender binary. It's the early aughts. Uh, forgive us. Um, so it's boy girl teams, um, and then it's what every thirty minutes a shot over the course of like six hours, and then so. I don't know. The math was always wonky. The goal was to do like 15 or 20 shots and see who's left standing. Oh, okay. Uh, needless to tell you, this absolutely uninsurable event that would have gotten anyone's no bar shut down. Liquor license, gone. Dude, like what was like shot five was a dogma. Like it was just absurd. Like people were puking. Is that was, like a ligma? Uh, no, dogma was like a, a, a bomber shot. It, of a ah. long, it was a it was a Long Island iced tea bomber with yeah. orange juice and blue moon. Is what yeah. it was. Sounds disgusting. Uh, it was. I have I, we have more disgusting shots because we made it. We made up a bunch because when people come up, give me a shot, just make whatever you want, and I would be like, oh, you got this one. <laughs> so my go-to was just warm vodka. Oh, okay. which yeah. if you're in Milwaukee, that's called a Chechnya helicopter crash because yeah. they're always like some crappy European yeah. block. I would. Uh, uh, I do uh, blue curacao with uh, uh, triple sec. Oh, we didn't enjoy. Did. Yeah, enjoy uh, sugar orange. Oh, that was the tsunami though. What about? Oh, uh, <laughs> what was the one with apple pucker and tequila? Oh, whoa! Like, that was the Shipley. Yeah, you know, the Shipley. Uh, yeah. I was gonna say we made like a billion thousand Washington apples. Oh. Yeah. But dude, I mean, like, talk about like, and, and it was like almost like borderline dicks, except we didn't have like. Uh, the company motto we just did things and each one of us kind of had this personality that just so it's like if you're working with like c-dub and like another boring person for the night like this one time milwaukee <laughs> this one time milwaukee. i feel bad that there was boring people he's amazing but he, he doesn't like get wild like some of us do and so it's like oh if i'm working with casey and del toro we're gonna burn this motherfucker down tonight <laughs> and if it's like c-dub you're like oh well dad's here so <laughs> yeah. or, we had another guy uh, we called him Mr. Personality his name was Mike Old Mike oh god yeah Old Mike. Del Toro is our other friend he, he's also aka Baby Seal shout out <laughs> Baby Seal <laughs> our, our, our once an episode shout out to Mike Del Toro yeah, yeah. Uh, I still don't know who this human being is yeah he, well the the Baby Seal story is separate but like um I think it was probably the Iguanamax reunion at Sandbar. It was sometime we were hanging out, and, like, we had just done Rumpelman's, obviously. And so Jacqueline picks us up, and she's going to drop him off. He snarfs or smurfs, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> out his <laughs> nose. Rumpelman's. Oh, <laughs> fucking gross. And he's just, like, <laughs> just making the most god-awful sounds in my back. Rumpelman's is absolutely dog shit. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm on the back of the room. I'll find my way through this room. Rumble Mints is disgusting. Rumble Mints is amazing. Oh, my God. Do you guys like Jaeger? Uh, no. Well, not anymore. No. Yeah, it's fucking no, terrible. No, I drink Montenegro. You know yeah. this. And Monty's, man, it's all right. It's not bad. It's better than any of the other ones. I was just in Wicked, Wicked Bag. 
And uh, um, I, there's this absolute, the most atrocious bar service in the planet. And I'm like, I'm just going to the cash dive bar next door. Uh, I go in and I'm like, oh, um, I see you have Jaeger. Do you have something else shitty like Montenegro or Fernet? And she's like, what? <laughs> I was like, no. She's like, uh, we have Jaeger, honey. I was like, I'll do a Jameson. Uh, for shitty drinks, go back to my younger days, uh, Yukon Jack Snake Bites. Oh, God. Uh, for, for, you know what's funny is I've always thought this was a thing, and I've learned over many years of being like, oh, yeah, Snake Bites, Yukon Jack, and Lime Juice, and getting people looking at me like I'm an absolute fucking lunatic. No, because they think it's the, the Guinness and whatever the fuck yeah. it is, yeah. Get, for Snake Bites? Oh, thank you. Is it Guinness, Guinness and Harp? Uh, I think it's Ace and Guinness. Ace and Guinness, there yeah. we go. Yeah, so Snake Bite is supposed to be, you're supposed to shake it, but it's supposed to be Yukon Jack and Lime Juice. But this bar we went to... Uh, the Snake Bite is Yukon Jack, Jack and, and Lime, Lime Juice. Juice. Oh, I always thought a Snake Bite was a cider and... Uh, yeah, that's... That, yeah. But it's and a, like dark beer, like nitro dark beer. So the real one is a, it's Yukon Jack and Lime Juice, but this place we went to was an Irish bar, and they would just take a chilled shot glass and just pour the stuff on top of it and give it to you. And I was like, that is not good. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah. I, I think you're... That, uh, that, uh, God, what the fucking animal. Uh, someone handed me that exact thing, chilled shot glass, like a four horseman in it, and it's just like, why is any of this happening to me? Because at first it's like, cool shot glass, you're like, okay, something legit. Like, because we mm, did a so lot cool of... So cool, I can't taste it. Well, we did a lot of like, you know, it was just sugar poured on top of sugar, poured on top of sugar, like 15 different ways sure. to cover up ethanol back then, but... We did make some really good tasting stuff. So, it, like, chill chocolate. I'm like, oh, I wonder what this is. And a warm four horseman. Yeah. And disgusting. So, yeah. Disgusting. But best of luck with that. P- T- Tidal wave shot was my favorite one. Well, yeah. These things are exploding that, for no uh, reason. Yeah. <laughs> Shotgun it. <laughs> the, um, yeah. Um, so, wait, go on. Well, he Keep was just saying, uh, and, and I was going to set it up to kind of. We're just spilling beavers. It, this is, I don't know what's going on with these PBRs. They're just exploding. Uh, I literally just got them from the store, and they're just exploding. So continue going with what you're doing, and I'm going to go get more paper towel. But uh, Guanamax being uh, just this kind of like almost bro bar in some sense, uh, it being that uh, we got away with doing tidal wave shots, which is just the most... Well, you get charged with salt anywhere else right nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> For anybody listening that doesn't know what a tidal wave shot is, you basically trick someone into dumping a glass of water in their face. Well, the idea is, is you get them to accept the shot, yeah. and then as they're doing it, you just hammer them in the face with a glass of water and hope they have a great sense of humor. Or, and, and close their eyes. <laughs> There's a lot of factors, as it turns out, after executing it a handful of times. Uh, some people think it's hilarious. Especially the people that bring other people in to get it done to them. Because they had it done to them. Yeah. The person that gets it done to them is not happy. Well, the thing is, too, is like they've built it up, too. They're like, oh, my God, we're going to have this tidal wave shot. It's going to be awesome. So, like, they're they're hyping it up for you in a manner that is inappropriate. And then you hit them in the face with a glass of water, and they're just like, fuck, man. I thought we we were friends. Why is this bartender insulting me? The best thing about Iguanamax, I think, really was between the staff is that we gave each other parents of our regulars. So if some regulars, we had regulars come in, they would either be your mom or your dad. (laughs) So my dad was this guy, Logan. Like at the time, I fucking hate this guy, but he is a very nice guy. Yeah, I like Logan. Uh, But if you looked at him, you would be like, holy white trash. Okay. 
Like just mustache, mullet, owns a motorcycle shop. I mean, doesn't get any drunk rum and cokes, but very nice guy. It just took me a while to warm up. Fair. Uh, we had. He, he also needed to learn how to like interact with bar staff too. Yeah. You know, to be fair, I there some was, of my there, there, there were some corrections. Uh, bar regulars were staff or were, were regular like when I first met him, fucking hated. Yeah. And like, obviously, so I work at Chief Garber Tap Room one day a week. They are there every day a week. Yeah. So I only know certain people and like someone coming, I'm like, fuck this dude. Like I'll 86 them immediately. <laughs> and then, uh, like go to talk shit. Him. I'm like, Oh, that's Paul. He's like literally the nicest guy you've yeah. ever met in your life. I'm like, huh, maybe not. <laughs> maybe on tu- I'm an asshole. Maybe not on Tuesdays, yeah. but, uh, every yeah. other days are maybe amazing. It's, maybe it's me. <laughs> and, uh, and then well, you just warm Sundays up to him. He gets a real that, twat. That, right? Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if we're still continuing, but I was gonna. Yeah, no, uh, no, Shipley's mom. We had a bartender's name was Chris, but his last name was Shipley, so we just call him oh, Shipley. Yeah. But his his mom was this older lady. She came in, maybe three or four times a week. Would only drink Ultra. Her boyfriend drank Coors Light, uh, but she would get so hammered she didn't know what was going on. <laughs> on this Ultra? Is, yeah, this is again. Well, she uh, she was probably on drugs. She was probably pop pills too. Okay, but she uh, would smoke. This is okay. when we smoked. So we we're sitting there. Crack? She, no, just cigarettes. <laughs> She's falling asleep at the bar. So we're like, hey, can't sleep on the bar. You got to get up. So we're like, we get her bill. We put it in front of her. She's doing the head nod thing. And like, we, I put the bill, the bill in front of her with a pen. And I, finally, she falls asleep again. And I, I got angry after like the fifth time I told her. So I slam on the bar. Hey, get up. There's no sleep on the bar. You got to get out of here. She immediately pops up, puts the pen in her mouth and tries to light it. And, sit there. <laughs> and I'm like, that's a pen. Sign your bill and leave. We'll get you a cab. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn, falling asleep at the bar was a, uh, a Guanamax uh, pastime, as I recall. I've done. I, I did it for uh, whatever reason. When you were just telling that story, it reminded me of. Uh, and, and again, these are stories that like I, I don't know if I suppress them or I just I'm reminded of them in moments. But like, you remember who was that chick? Um, like she would come up at manager meetings. Every staff member would have to like have to like hey like. Your kid can't keep hanging out at the house. Oh, Mother of the Year. <laughs> her nickname was Mother of the Year. Yeah. Did you guys she, get her an award? She she lived in the apartment complex behind the bar. She would show up every day for happy hour, uh, drink Captain and Diets or Captain and Cokes. But she would literally bring her kid and then just get hammered while her kid was running around the bar. Yeah. Which, technically in Arizona, not against the law, but still... <laughs> I mean, to be fair, questionable, question, questionable parenting. That kid was just doing kid shit. He's yeah. like, oh, this is mom. Yeah, she not, sleeps here. She gets real yeah, tired here. Nothing to do with her. But her mom, we'd be like, hey, you, hey, you, your kid's running around a lot. You can't keep her. So she would literally... And I, I'm assuming this, but I'm almost 99.9% sure this is what happened. She walks that kid to the apartment, locks her in the apartment, comes back to barn drinks. Oh, for sure. And I was we like... We got a babysitter! Yeah. I'm like, oh my God called Nickelodeon. Yeah. It was crazy. Dude, I, uh, I genuinely thought about this is uh, opening up dive bars next to like kind of divey uh, apartment complexes. Like <laughs> open a dive, little dive bar next to like a bunch of like just something you can crank out for fairly cheap and just pop them up next to all these shitty apartment complexes. And be like All these yeah. people are going to be drinking and I'll take the money that they shouldn't be spending. <laughs> well, you, you can look at any bar on Southern Avenue. Yeah, <laughs> drive down any bar on Southern Avenue, dude. September's. Uh, I love September's. Well, we need to do a podcast at September's, dude. Yeah. Well, I, I found out they'll recently that it's uh, the they'll reason let anything that, happen. Monkey uh, Monkey Wrench. It was sold, so that's why it's a little better than the first. Because 
I went in there to try to sell them as an account because, like, when I was hustling the streets, I was hustling the streets. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they're like, so are, you, are, you, are, you, are you selling part in a storm? And it just smelled like cat piss, and I'm just like, mm. Yeah, they're like, are you selling Budweiser? Steel Reserve? That way, we're not buying. So, uh, me and the Chief Cobber guys went there with the Casey of guys, uh, and so we went to the Revelry for our uh, holiday party and then went to September's for... Uh, the after party for holiday party, right. and I proceeded to eat a grip of mushrooms and drink a fuckload of Dos Equis and take a few shots. And oh man, there's so many old fashions that night. Jesus, I forgot. Did about you win that. a dildo out of the cream machine? No, I fell off my bar stool. <laughs> <laughs> How? All these I was things you're describing kind of straddling, like... and then someone says a joke, and I go for the big laugh, <laughs> and then just lean back and just fall. That's not and, that bad. And then I'm sitting there, and I'm like, oh god mushrooms are kicking in now and i'm like oh there's so many feelings and then i just open my eyes and everybody's standing over me just looking at me and i just look up and i'm like that's a lot of people <laughs> and i just get up and grab one of their hands and get up They're like you good i'm like the best uh <laughs> i'm gonna this party yeah, this fucking who needs another shot and they're like everybody but you <laughs> i think the same goes like we're sitting at a bar top bar top just sitting there for maybe two hours drinking and you haven't broken the seal yet mm. So you don't realize how drunk you are sitting there, mm-hmm. and then you get up and almost fall over. That's like a pool party. Yeah. Like, if you're ever yeah. drinking in a pool, because you're pissing the pool, you never get out of the pool, and all of a sudden, you get out of that pool in equilibrium, and you're like, ooh, ooh, nah. there it is. <clears throat> I should not be standing on my feet. Casey, uh, so we asked this question to one of my buddies that I, we had on the podcast who was a uh, corpsman, and I certainly thought uh, he was not going to have it, one of his military buddies be the answer to this. So, I want you to know, keep the horizons open. Uh, who's the worst coworker you ever had? Oh, man. Huh. <laughs> I don't know. I've had, with me, I mean, when it comes to coworkers, I'm like a grumpy old man. Like, people that just don't have common sense bug the shit out of me. Hell yeah. Uh, it would, Talk I, some shit. Phil, Phil, he's not that mad. I hate this girl named Lauren. Dude, she just bugged the shit out of me, and the fact that she like stole from her like customers was big. Beat the shit. Like, Find she, her uh, Instagram handle. We'll tag it. Oh, she know. No, <laughs> I know who she is. She still lives here in Arizona, but oh, she was annoying. I, most people just annoy me. I really don't hate people. Well, like my I didn't wife. Say, would, my who wife. Do you my, hate? My, my wife said, would disagree. Who was the worst coworker? <sighs> was she it? Just from being dumb bitch? I mean, yeah. Like a lot of stuff, just and I mean me, that respectfully. Yeah, know? a lot of stuff makes me angry. It's not you can do a little thing. You just show up late and I'd be mad. <laughs> Jenny G. Huh? Jenny G. Jenny G. No, me and Jenny G get along. Yeah, but she also one time like passed out drunk and stoned. That's when she was with yeah. like fifteen tabs in her apron. Like she literally, she, she literally would like, "I'll be right back." <laughs> she was terrible. And then she would go she outside awesome and person. do drugs. <laughs> Are you saying 15 tabs of acid? No, 15 tabs open. Like, she was oh. fucking working. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> we had to pass them off to another server. Yeah, like, a server had to go find her, pass out her bed, grab her apron, come back to work, and, like, start closing up tabs. Let me just say, though, when she was not drunk or high, the best cocktail waitress we oh, had. Oh, no. Yeah. Really? Jenny G's the genius. best. She's awesome, yeah. But, well, yeah. You know, actually, fucking peaks and valleys, boys. Peaks and valleys. The thing that annoyed me the most is. Kara and uh, Aubrey on Friday nights. So they worked the outside bar because we had two so bars. you didn't have any fucking shitty These are, this is what I'm people about. in the military that you worked with? Oh, in the military? Yeah, God, yeah. yeah so when I asked uh, my so buddy. I thought you meant the, I thought you meant in the. 
No, no. So that's why I said, answer. like, when we asked him. Oh, yeah, no, military, that, we had this guy. He was, his answer wasn't, he's like, oh, yeah. it wasn't any of the people I worked with. It was all my military friends. Were yeah. The so I had a guy I worked with. Uh, they put him on this deployment. This is when I had the first deployment with the reserve. So I went to Bahrain. This was in 2014 or 15? I think 14. Uh, they put him on this deployment so he could pay off his debt. Classy. Yeah. Then when we get there, they're taking pictures of him because he has gang tattoos. Uh, Who's taking pictures of them? The f- company first sergeant, whatever. Okay. They, were, they took pictures. They, they went and looked around everybody's tattoos. Yeah. But if he had gang tattoos, they'd take pictures of him, write a memo, whatever. Yeah. Uh, while we're in waiting to leave Texas to go to Bahrain, uh, he gets a phone call. I'm on the bed next to him. And he's like, hello? He's like, he puts on the speakerphone because he's a fucking asshole. <laughs> uh, starts talking. Because <laughs> so he's a piece of shit. Because we're listening to this because me and my friend Adrian are listening. And he's like, the first sergeant who's in, he's basically the enlisted, highest enlisted guy in the company. Yeah. He's talking to him. He's like, hey, your your baby's mama, whoever, called and said you're avoiding her uh, for these payments and you change your phone number. He's like, oh, I didn't change my phone number because of her. I changed my phone number because the bill collectors keep calling me. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's not really a good answer. <laughs> She's also one of those bill collectors. Yeah. So we go, whatever, we get we get deployed. This guy's worthless. He's like losing money playing poker to fucking guys in the Navy. Just a horrible person. Doesn't, doesn't do laundry. Like, gladly, I was not his roommate or anywhere near him. Uh, but we had this thing come out. Where we, like, basically, my job was I monitored a satellite and I filled up gas on a generator most of the time. All right. So I fill up the generator. The guy that fills us up, like our fuel cans, he comes by and he's like, hey, you guys need anything filled up? I was like, no, nah, they'll be right here. You can just wait for him. Which why wait for him I mean it was like five minutes yeah. and he actually yeah no problem because we were, we were just bullshit so that that guy that I don't like and another guy I didn't like they show up because they're taking over for us because we did uh, 24 hours on 48 yeah. off he shows up comes in I was like hey that guy's going to fill up the gas cans with you comes in there whatever and then somebody says hey that guy's out there talking shit about you saying that you weren't doing your job and that me not doing my job I take real affectionately that that yeah. should not be said because I don't not do my job. So I walk out. I was like, hey, man, did you say something to him? He's like, he starts mouthing off. So I just grab him by his chest. I threw him on the ground. And I was like, listen, motherfucker, don't let my name come out of your mouth anymore ever when I see you. Because if you do, I'm going to beat your fucking ass. He gets up. I go get in the van and we leave uh, the next day because those guys just got off shift. Both of them go in there. According to the supervisor guy that I don't like who wasn't even there, didn't see anything. They both write reports on me saying this guy beat him up, whatever. So I come in there, and the, my supervisor goes, what happened? I go, he talked shit, and I threw him on the ground and told him I was going to beat his ass. He's like, okay. Takes those two papers they wrote, balls them up, throws them in the trash. Gorgeous. He goes, next time, just beat him up, because I'm not going to do anything. <laughs> and I was Love like, it. sweet. Because he told that guy, hey, it, it would be better if you just stayed away from him. Yeah. Because I, <laughs> he stayed away from me the rest of the fucking time. Ah, I wish yeah. you had the opportunity to beat him up. Yeah. But uh, fucking nerds. But always comes full story, because this guy he tried to go on another deployment with a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was three months ago. He got arrested. So while he was getting deployed <laughs> for domestic violence, Jesus. so fucking came classless. full came full circle. Fucking classless, yeah. Jesus. Well, Casey, um, I'm certain that uh, there's a handful of uh, times you've interacted in in, in real life with. Uh, with someone who seemed to be an NPC from a video game, um, either in the service or in the service industry. Um, 
do you do you, do you have an uh, do you have a story that comes to mind where you're interacting with someone who seems like they're stuck in? Uh, yes, only only because of the language barrier, though. Because you know when you certain, interact with certain NPCs, they can only say certain things. Yeah. So I had a Japanese fellow come up and try and order a drink. He comes up. He's like, uh, "Drink." I was like, "Okay." What, what would you like? Goes, yes. <laughs> I was like, "Okay." You want like a cocktail or a beer? Yes. Uh-huh. I was like, "Ooh." Uh, draft beer, bottle beer? Yes. I was like, "Hey, we're narrowing it down." Yeah. Bud Light? Yes. I was like, "All right." Nailed it. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's some suggestive selling. And not because I was trying to sell them Bud Light, just because I knew that was the easiest thing. Yeah, yeah. Gonna, nobody's not gonna like Bud Light. It is discount. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I was like. like would you like a Cadillac margarita? Yeah. And I was like, oh, man. I was like, I get it. But like, butt in a bottle? Good enough. Like, even when I went to Japan, I learned a few sayings. You know, like, hello, good evening. Do you have contraceptives? Hayoi ga koijo. For all my uh, Mandarin speakers out there. Yeah. You're welcome. They literally gave us a book that said, do you have contraceptives? And no, I do not want to get married. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, my that, buddy. That, that's from the Marines, right? It's from the Marines. Yeah. First night, we were, first day we were there, they showed us gonorrhea of the throat picture and said, "This is what oh. you get if you go out in town. Don't use contraceptives." How do you fucking? I don't know. That's what they showed us a oh picture. They showed us that in a picture of a called black rot, which is basically where your dick falls off. So Not that was my a, dick. Yeah. <laughs> that was that, <laughs> that, that was our literal first appearance. First, actually, it wasn't the first. That was the second time they talked to us. The first time when we get there, they put you out all your duffel bags. Mm-hmm. And it's a customs guy. He goes, all right. He just walks around and goes, I'm going to pick three guys. You guys dump your bags out. If I see anything, I'm going to dump everybody's. So he picks three guys at random. Of course, the first guy dumps his bag, pocket pussy. Are you not allowed to have a pocket pussy? You are allowed to have that. You are not allowed to have, Japan is not allowed. You're not allowed to have porn. Oh, well, that ain't porn. Yeah, it's not porn. So he he was fine, but it was all funny. that He was was one of the guys that picked but he's like toeing the line. Yeah. All so, right. but but porn over there has like it's pictures of naked women. It's they can show boobs. And stuff. It's not pixelated. It literally looks like they put a piece of construction paper over it and printed it. Oh. This was back in the day. My, now it might be pixelated. Yeah. Well, yeah. When back in the mid '90s, it was literally like they cut out a trapezoid piece of construction paper, put it over the genitals, and then copied it. Oh, weird. Yeah. Okay. But did anybody have porn? Uh, yeah. So that's. <laughs> So when you get into your room, they go, hey, when you get in your room, just look around. Somebody might have left something for you. So we look around. All I see is a bunch of roaches because uh, they just bug bombed it before we got there. But then there's a AC vent, so I reach my hand up and kind of do a pat down. Full stack of porn. Oh, so they took care of you. Everything from BBWs to hair suits, everything. They didn't, didn't what the care. the fuck's a hair suit? Yeah, Hairy yeah. women. Okay. Yeah. Right. We left that one up in the AC. Yeah, yeah sure you did. I, uh, wink, wink. He's fucking <laughs> winking at me so hard right now. It's crazy. There's so many winks going on in this room. Hey, it gets cold in It looks like yeah. we're just blinking right now. <laughs> but the, they were not lying about the the. Do you want? I do not want to get married to you because that's literally on mainland Japan. That's every single female. Oh yeah, like that. that's all they want. They want to get married. Come to the American US. freedom. America, baby. America. Let's go, Brandon. Let's. <laughs> have you seen those videos i uh i, I have I, it's funny because i um I, I i generally try to like not i get worked up as you may be aware this is um, a fully i've never podcast. heard you i've never heard you worked up <laughs> not once so a very calm guy easy going you know uh so i've been trying to like engage... How about that second amendment <laughs> well you know <laughs> it's there or the constitution i know it's in your bag you got one somewhere shoot my uh, constitution over to you with my gun. I already have it. <laughs> I got it with my gun parts. <laughs> that's uh, 
that's a solid company. Um, Texas Gun Club. You know, that, uh, apparently the airports don't believe in Second Amendment, but whatever. Yeah, if you ever uh, get a chance um, to listen to the podcast... Um, well, I didn't want to listen to it because you told me not to before I'd been on it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. but uh, I was going Bobby to. versus the TSA is a, a okay. great tale about how Bobby thought bringing a gun back home from California was a good idea. Oh, you had a gun in California? That's brave. Uh, I had two guns in yeah. California. <laughs> Those pussies only found uh, one. <laughs> yeah. Those California magazines are two rounds. Those are great. Yeah. It was funny when I was at Chupacabra and I was telling them the story because Trent hadn't heard about it in so long. And uh, he, uh, I, I kind of mentioned something. Trent's like, what would you say? And Eric's like, you haven't heard? And... Uh, and he's like, no, what happened? I'm like, I got fucking caught with a gun at the airport, as you do. Which as like, does. was that gun loaded? It's like, yeah, otherwise it's a fucking paperweight. Like, yeah, like, otherwise you're you cosplaying. Like, yeah. Uh, but we've already had a podcast about that, so we don't yeah. need to keep talking about it. Yeah, but basically you get the gist of it. But yeah, Bobby goes into detail about uh, how that experience treated him. <laughs> it was so fun and super cheap. <laughs> I highly doubt that but now Casey I'll be interested um, in, in we generally use best or whatever but like more, more or less the stories I'm looking for is when I ask you a question that story that first like comes in and lights up your eyes that's what I'm kind of looking for here um, out of all your years behind the bar tell me about an interesting regular ooh man I mean Probably my favorite regular was Javi. Okay. So Javi was a cook. Uh, where did he work first? I can't remember where he worked. He worked at some pasta place, but it wasn't like a, a good pasta place. It was like a yeah, fast, casual like, pasta. Yeah, I thought he worked at like Macaroni Grill or something like that. No, it wasn't a Macaroni yeah, Grill. It's where Chipotle is now, but what was it? Spaghetti Factory. Oh, he worked at Spaghetti Factory originally, but they closed down, and, but he went to some other place. But this guy would come on, come in every day after he got off work. Uh do well tequila shots uh, and have beer. But I think it was Bud Light. And was just a super nice guy. Very friendly. Didn't drive because he knew he gets fucked up. Well tequila and just, shots. No, I'm talking, yeah. Well, well, I think, well, well tequila was, was Jose Cuervo, but yeah. okay. still horrible. Yeah. But as far as well goes, it's not bad. Yeah. But he would literally do well tequila shots all night until he slurred his speech and then walk home. Good for him. And then he, he lived about a quarter mile from the bar. And his, didn't live I'm a with, proximity nah, drinker. Lived with his girlfriend, and was the nice. Came in every night in chef's pants and his shirt, mm-hmm. and sure was the did. nicest guy ever. Yeah, he, he's one of the few regulars you just like pull through three deep and just be like, "Hey," and you're like, "What do you want?" Yeah, you, like, I would. Well, li- I, I would I know what you want. Yeah, I would literally him. stop and get him whatever he wanted. Yeah, absolutely. He's a he's a he's a great guy. Did did he ever end up working at Rigatoni's? Or uh, no, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, it was our sister restaurant. It always felt like, you know, you either got pulled in one of those directions and then it always kind of like ruined things with regulars. Um, when they worked there, yeah. Oh, God. It was. Because the problem is. work here two days a week and yeah. ruin everything. Yeah. I, I mean, I love their food. Uh, oh, I, oh, I still go eat at Rigatoni's yeah. once a month, easily. I just go to the bar, very casual. Every once in a while, I run to Kevin. Catch. You know. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey. <laughs> uh, every once in a while. Uh, I will see Alyssa every time I'm in there. Um, nah, she's, again, another one of the nicest people ever. Oh, she is one of the most. 
She's just always happy. And one of my favorite things in the world is I was I was I had the pleasure to actually serve her when she was like had the time to drink one time, and apparently she likes to get aggressive with martinis on the weekends, which is like I'm here for it. But I remember like serving her enough martinis like I think it might have been right around Shot Wars time, and her eyes were rolling her head like marbles, and she's just so happy. And I was like, oh my god, she's like just more nice and fun when she's hammered. Like, yeah, just the nicest lady on the planet. And she managed our dick ball asses. <laughs> a, a, a horrible employee just flashed in my head, too, back to that other question. Not yeah. that they were a horrible employee, but yes. drinking. Uh, employees that were drinking that you had to deal with. Uh, you know who I'm talking about. Bob. You can say it and tell us the story. Bob is code for big old bitch. <laughs> uh, big old bitch. Love her to death, but she, first of all, how, how tall is she? My name. She's six foot. Six two. She's close to my height. Yeah, she's six one, six one ish, six two ish. Well, she old big old bitch. Yeah, it's uh, like, uh, but uh, in any of the uh, Adam Sandler or um, no, that's a big old yeah. fucking who's is a huge bitch. Yeah, that's a huge bitch. She oh, Rob so, Schneider. Yeah, sober. Big awesome as shit. Drunk. Minus minus her gasoline perfume, but oh. when she gets drunk, walk in the room and light I mean, on fire. When she gets drunk, I'm talking knocking tables over, people trying to help her home, knocking them out. <laughs> well, there was that night uh, she was, like, trying to ride her bike home, and she was, like, so, ham- like, she couldn't, like, get her battlies better. And everybody was trying to help her. She said, I don't need you. And then cut her bike and ate shit to her face. Yeah. And, like, and then so for, what, a while, like, our GM, like, she opened bar and come in, and when he'd get there, he'd just, like, queen bicycle. I want to ride my bike. Yeah. For... Ever. It was spectacular. Yeah. She she assaulted Josh too. That was funny. Oh yeah, that's right. Um I always forget that I was Because he's trying to help her out of a ditch that she had passed out in to get to her apartment. She, she she also lived him. She yeah, she also lived in the apartment complex behind the bar. Yeah, she got close enough to yeah. the, to our apartment. Yeah. She's dude, she's I mean, the first time I met her, I think like, she literally said, My name's Bob. And I was like, really? What? This yeah, is like, we're single to mile. That's how she yeah. introduced herself to me as well. Yeah. What? I'm Bob, big old bitch. And I was like, good for her oh. self awareness. She's like awesome. That. She's awesome. Yeah, but also, uh, if if you're gonna work with her on a football Sunday, you gotta drunk as much Rumble Mints as she is, because otherwise you're just gonna go crazy. Also, she's a Steelers fan, and I hate Steelers fans. You're so right. Yeah. You know what? You know what, Casey Star, Mister <laughs> Star, you are so right. You are the. You know what? You know that what? is even directed at him. I just hate Steelers fans. Fuck Steelers fans. Uh, uh, there's only two Steelers fans I've ever met in my life that I like. Unfortunately, Alex is one of them. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. But we had we had some fuck Ste- the Steelers. We had some Steelers regulars at Iguanas, oh, and the guy, the husband, I absolutely loved him. He was awesome. He passed away, so then his wife still came in. R.I.P. She was horrible. Fuck her. Yeah. He was amazing. He was the nicest guy ever. She yeah. was a bitch. Yeah. Should have been the other way. Yeah. It would have been yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, Alex has uh, so much to say it, about that. Well, it's so <laughs> he doesn't want to lump them in with him as a Steelers fan. I didn't realize how problematic the Steelers fan base was until I worked at the Wonder Marks. and I was like, is especially it, after they beat it, the Cardinals in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that was like, worse. Was, was, was like, she is working is it, that day? Yeah, yeah. McKinsey, shout yeah. out. Uh, <laughs> one of two Pittsburgh fans working the Super Bowl uh, that had been requested off. Um, and yeah, so it was like halftime, and it's like dead fucking quiet, and then they get up, and like, I'm getting off like, end of third quarter, Cardinals are up, and I'm just like, I am not going to be in this fucking bar if the Cardinals win. I'm getting the yeah. fuck out of here. 
and uh, and then I made the mistake of going to my friend's house party, which was dominated by Cardinals fans. Like literally, Crazy. as the Pittsburgh Steelers You're winning in the state of Arizona, as, as the as the Pittsburgh Steelers are winning the Super Bowl, I have a guy in my face screaming like, "How do you like that? How do you like that?" And I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know yet. I oh, but that, Cardinals fans! Like Cardinals fans are the biggest bandwagon fans you've ever met. Uh, that, that's all of Arizona sports yeah. fans because uh, everybody is a sports fan, but then they just give up when they're losing so yeah. bad, and then they come back. But uh, to be fair, I do not believe Alex's story of when someone's in his face going, "How do you like that?" He goes, "I'll I don't know. I'll find out." Alex is not the calm man. Is like, "I'll find out." He's he's definitely talking shit back. You're definitely talking shit back, man. In a moment like this, it is restraint that is the weapon. Also, that was and 15 years ago, so I doubt you said, all right, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If only you got more reserved. You're probably like, eat my scrum, bitch. <laughs> I remember it differently. <laughs> <laughs> this is also uh, yeah. at a house yeah, party after ago, a was, shift from Iguanamax. Uh, uh, I remember it differently. That sounds like your uh, wife on the first time she met me, <laughs> which is also a good story. Was that the night she tried to give you all my fucking rent money? No, that's the night she tried to say that, uh, excuse me, I'm going to tip you very well. Oh. And I told her, I don't give a fuck what you're going to tip me, and I don't give a fuck who you're here with. <laughs> I'm here with Alex. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. This is the first night I met her ever. Jack's a fucking G. Yeah. She'll fuck your shit up. No, she, no, no. I, I love her to death now, but that first night I was like, who the fuck is this bitch? Like, just, <laughs> I don't care. I'll wipe your ass with that $20 bill. I don't give a shit. Don't you know I came to work yeah. upset? Yeah. <laughs> I show up here angry. I don't, I don't. <laughs> I'm flush with cash yeah. and I fucking hate everybody. Let's move along. What do you need to fucking drink? It ain't the end of the month yet. What? Yeah. Uh, so we always wrap this podcast up with an industry shout out or a local shout out. Um, so, uh, we always kind of jump forward first, give you a little time yeah. to think, because you haven't been stewing about it for a minute. Um, and now that I think about it, I already forgot mine. That's fine. Uh, I can't <laughs> jump in here. Uh, I had brought him up before, but, uh, you know, uh, local shout out to uh, a William's favorite, uh, the Canyon Club. Um, I use them as an anchor every time I, you know, every time I take groups up to entertain them in Williams, always on the itinerary, if it's a two days, uh, is a bar crawl on Route 66, and it's always an anchor. It never disappoints. Um, it's a it's a solid dive. Like I said, giant shuffleboard table. Sometimes there's karaoke. Sometimes it's just a bunch of, uh, you know, locals and tourists getting drunk. It's um. And what's the name of this place again? It's called the Candy Club. It's uh, in Williams. In Williams, Arizona. We have um, a crazy huge following of Williams, Arizona's listeners. I wonder yeah. why. <laughs> no. Oh God! You think anyone who works for me wants to listen to me talk? <laughs> We've got enough. We've got enough. They're like, no thanks. <laughs> so the Canyon Club, uh, big shuffle board set up, killer. You saying? Are yeah, they crafty. Uh, yeah, they, I mean, you know, they, they sell some Grand Canyon craft, but I mean, they they uh, they I'd say about have like thirty percent of their tap handles and are, are craft, and they've uh, so when it does get busy, uh, which it does up there during certain seasons, they have a huge, huge patio too, so they have a lot of space to work with. It's patio been... season in Arizona. It is. If uh, you are a business with patio, you accept if you're do up all right. north and then you're just about to close your doors for the season. Yeah, true. It's going to get snowy. Snow, snow, snow. What's snow? It's when uh, precipitation yeah. meets low temperatures. Haven't it doesn't seen happen it. in the valley. I haven't seen it since I was a young boy. Yeah. It would be. We lad. It's a sky cocky. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Google that, listeners. <laughs> With safe um, search off. Yeah. Uh, so I've got, a, I've actually got a, uh, a pretty killer event coming in with, uh, on November 6th. So if you're an Arizona listener, um, swing through to, uh, level one arcade bar in downtown Gilbert, uh, November 6th from three to 9 PM. We're teaming up with, uh, blue pine society, uh, which is testicle, testicular awareness company. Uh, they do. Uh, they give money to those who are battling testicular cancer for bills and then um, uh, some they, other things. They also host uh, the beer schools. The beer schools, yeah. And they do a great job. Um, yes. I don't know if they do money towards testicular cancer research, but I'm, I'm I'm pretty certain they give money to those who are battling testicular cancer to help uh, pay for medical bills, which is huge uh, for a small organization to be able to give money uh, for the small organizations to give money to cancer research um, is really snickle fritz when it comes down to it. Uh, mm-hmm. So for them to choose to give money to those who are battling it and helping with medical bills, that's fucking awesome. Because that two, three, four thousand dollars that you may be able to get uh, is to an individual that's struggling uh, right. covering a fucking hundred thousand goddamn dollar bill. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's amazing. Uh, and they do a great job. They do the beer school. Everything that Blue Pine Society does uh, goes to testicular cancer uh, awareness or whatever, all the little things that they do. Um, they got some dope-ass merch. Uh, they always make sure the events are fun as fuck. Um, so it ain't walk through, spend money, uh, buy a raffle prize, right? Like, it's uh, it's drink beer. and they So this one at level one there, they've got three or four beers on from Second Chance Beer Company. Every time you buy a beer from them they are donating money to uh blue pine society um so we're gonna come up with a bunch of raffle prizes and tickets same with blue pine society so they're they're shelling out money on out of their own pocket uh to make it a little bit more of an exciting event uh same with second beer company so uh if you ain't doing anything saturday november 6th swing through to uh level one arcade bar in downtown gilbert uh well i'll be handing out you know they always give out a grip of free tokens of your arcade fan. You have a good time. Uh, they've, they do amazing cocktails. No, they do a great uh, fucking job. They're, uh, to just kind of co-sign what you're saying, uh, Grand Kingdom just wrapped up a month's worth of events there. Love that place. Love hanging out. It's beautifully put together. Um, even, I mean, obviously go out and support Sega Chance and Blue Pine Society. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's probably the best arcade bar I've been to in the city so far. So, For sure. Yeah. NBA Jams. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. They're actually going to open up another location in uh, downtown Mesa pretty soon. Yeah, um, two-story. Yeah, two-story. Um, but I, I can walk to the one in Gilbert, so it's nice. Yeah, so I expect you to yeah. be there on November 6th. I can be there on Saturday night. I expect it now. Yeah. I'll be there. <laughs> Dig yourself a deeper hole. Yeah, if you it. ain't there. I can be there. Uh, we'll do a whole podcast about how you didn't show. I'll be, sing- <laughs> I'll be single on the 6th, so we're good. <laughs> Yeah, 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 but that's your choice. Yeah, that's the periods of time of being single. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have we have we filled enough time for you to figure out yeah. a, uh, a local uh, shout out? My one time a week time job, uh, Pitch Pizzeria in Scottsdale. They're fucking awesome. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, selling booze again. So uh, any uh, small batch whiskeys you'd like to partake in. We also have a great tequila selection. And then, of course, once a month, bourbon dinners, five-course meal with bourbon tastings. Hell yeah. Nice. yeah. Nice. Pitch Pizza is uh, I see, I didn't even realize you worked at uh, yeah Thomas and Sixty Third Street, South Scottsdale. 
Pitch pizza is fucking killer. Uh, I remember like during like the weird period of like open shutdowns where yeah. people still could come in and eat. <clears throat> you guys had this enormous, <clears throat> I don't know if it was a table or bar or whatever, with just so much booze on there for sale. That's good. We call it, call it was amazing. The booze bank. Open seven days a week, awesome. unlike the government. <laughs> <laughs> well, the government might just shut down, but yeah. alcohol doesn't. Mm-mm. Now you got to turn into like that. Uh, Yucca, Yucca did something similar to that. They did a great job too. Yeah, uh, but I was I was genuinely blown away when yeah, I, no, I, 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 I saw their. Like, um, I, I want to buy their, all that I shit. I saw it on the um, <laughs> the socials, but yeah, um, I actually have not been back to pitch since quarantine, so I got to get back in there. Um, old uh, old Wally. And uh, he, he's only got two weeks left. Oh, then is he going back to appraisals? Jesus, yeah. on purpose. Good call, though. Get out yeah. here. Get out here when you can. Um, and then it's easier to hang out with him if he's not in the business. Yeah. <laughs> he's so, also got two year old, so it's kind of. I have a two year old. Yeah, you probably heard him yeah. while we recorded well, this. Well, C Dub waited until he was like fifty five to have him. So. Yeah, C Dub seventy three. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> My two-year-old... He's only 49, guys. My Just kidding. My two-year-old will be 20 by the time I'm 45. Yeah. That's the move to make. Oh, man. I'm out in two and a half years. <laughs> 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 we will be 42. Uh, uh, don't, don't ever dab again. That's, that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. No, that was pretty dope dab. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Bobby. I tried to say that so serious. Such uh, a dope dab, Alex. That was dope. <laughs> all right, Bobby. Well, let's wind this bad bitch down. Uh, thank you all for listening. This is fun. Yeah, and uh, something we never remember, remember to do is uh, any feedback or uh, whatever's um, in a secrets pod at gmail.com. Yeah, talk some shit. Yeah. Insta. Insta me, bitch. Insta. Uh, all right, Bobby. Well, until next time. See ya. See ya.